Uh, right now, we're going to touch on the situation in Afghanistan. There's a lot to get into there. We're going to kick off our discussion with where this war ultimately is going to fit into the Canadian experience historically. You know, what is it all for? What does it all matter? You know, it started two decades ago, almost to the day. Um, Canada left more than five years ago. 2014 was the last time we had troops there. And really, if you think about it, it has not been top of mind in this country for some time. Until now, of course. Now we're all talking about it again. But it sort of, it faded away for a while, especially after our troops left. So we're going to get an interesting perspective here. We're going to be chatting with Benjamin Hertwig, who is a writer, and he's also a former Canadian soldier. His first book of poetry, Slow War, was a finalist for a Governor General's Literary Award. Uh, Benjamin, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. So, yeah, I mean, you're coming at this from a a couple of different areas, not only as a writer, but as someone who served with the Canadian forces in Afghanistan. Um, Your experience there at at the time, how did you, first of all, um, your thoughts when you were sent to Afghanistan and what your feeling about the mission was at the time? I... um I was quite young when I went over in 2006. I had just uh, just turned 20 years old, and and to be honest, um, I wasn't particularly thinking about uh, mission objectives or geopolitical goals, that kinds of that kind of thing. I was hoping to um, use my infantry training. I was hoping to have a bit of it of an adventure and. Um, I think a lot of the people I went over with felt uh, felt similarly. Yeah. Um, now, after your your deployment, um, you've you've done a lot of work around this, not only with your writing, but in speaking with school groups and things like that. So you've mm-hmm. had a chance to interact with with Canadians in terms of where this all fits in. And and in reading your piece, I was struck by the fact that you've noticed, especially among younger Canadians, that it really doesn't resonate. They have no connection to it, right? I wouldn't say that they they don't have a connection. They they have no awareness. I think right. when a connection is made, they they are very interested. But um, to be honest, and like I said in the piece, most of the students, um, kindergarten to grade twelve, I guess all of the students now, um, were not were not born on September eleventh, two thousand and one, and have no direct memories of the day. And and even some of their teachers. Uh, have very very few memories of of that time, particularly when Canada was uh, um, in combat uh, between 2001 and 2011. Yeah. So, is it possible to gauge their their feelings about it? Because I think you know, for somebody like me who you know was on the air when the second plane hit and, mm-hmm. and remembers that day and mm-hmm. was fully supportive and understanding of why we did what we had to do. Do you think mm-hmm. our frame of reference is different and the way we feel about it is different? And as time goes on, more and more of us who have that visceral connection um, will be replaced by people who just will take a look at this historically as a failure. Even for those of us who have direct memories of the day, and I remember being in my grade 10 English class when it happened and, and watching the event unfold, I think the amount of time that has passed during the so-called forever war, two decades, it is difficult to sustain um, intense feelings of any kind over that amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. Um, Now, in your piece, you say Mm -hmm. what we tried to do in Afghanistan ultimately didn't work. That's how we'll Mm -hmm. view this historically. Um, I guess it may be the broader picture in terms of regime change, it didn't, but as, as, as a veteran and somebody who served... 
there, there's some points of pride there, right? I mean, bin Laden's mm-hmm. dead. Al-Qaeda was put on the run. There were no major terrorist attacks for 20 years. I mean, there was some success. It won't be long-lasting, I understand that, but can we say it was a complete and utter failure? I mean, I, I do think, and obviously I don't speak on, on behalf of, of all veterans when I say this. I'm speaking from my own perspective. But I do think we have to uh, gauge the success of a mission by how how that mission ends. And perhaps had we, um, over the past year, past couple of years, done more to support uh, the people in Afghanistan who are looking um, to to come to Canada um, through refugee programs or whatnot, I think maybe we could say that uh, was a positive. But in terms of, um, and don't get me wrong, I do think that that schools are important, that increased um, freedom for the people of Afghanistan, particularly for women, is important. And even if we, uh, if they experience that for a short amount of time, that is a good thing. But ultimately, from my perspective, looking about it now, it was, it was never ultimately about um, schools or increased freedom for women. It, it became about projecting an image of Canada um, into the world an image of Canada as a warrior nation. And I think um, we made promises to the people of Afghanistan, and those promises ultimately now have not been kept, regardless of how you feel about um, um, the mission itself. Yeah. yeah, I think you make a great point, and I think, you know, we, we had opportunities to learn this lesson before, maybe not Canada as a country, but uh, taking a look at Vietnam, and it's it's, mm-hmm. it's happened in other places where maybe trying to impose what you see as the right way to live or your mm-hmm. society's values on another society that, frankly, has been around a hell of a lot longer than we have and has never adopted mm-hmm. it on their own is something we need to stop doing. Yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. Um, so you think this path, I mean, it's a week so far, 10 days, and it's mm-hmm. likely going to last at least another week or so, depending on the Taliban's uh, timelines here. That ultimately will be the the major plot line in terms of when we look back at Afghanistan, what's happening right now is going to overshadow everything else that's happened? I do think that. I think it will become similar to the Vietnam War, where the image of uh, helicopters being pushed into the ocean um, will stick stick in people's minds. And now the image of people clinging to airplanes or airfields full of Afghans who are wishing to depart but cannot, I think those those are the images that will stick in the minds of Canadians and also in veterans. And I taught last year out at the University of British Columbia pilot project um, uh, called Introduction to Writing for Canadian Veterans, many of whom were Afghan veterans. And I think even then, um, what they were struggling with uh, is what the American psychiatrist Jonathan Shea, who worked extensively with Vietnam, uh, returning Vietnam veterans called betrayal of the moral order. Just the belief that we made promises and those promises were not kept and soldiers carry that guilt. And obviously the people of Afghanistan are still there and have to deal with the consequences. Yeah, um, just tell us about your experience with Afghans who, who supported you and, and mm-hmm. other troops, how important they were and what your feelings are now in terms of the fact that in many cases, we've ultimately abandoned these people who supported mm-hmm. our own soldiers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, that's something that should not, it should not um, necessarily have to do with our, our political alignment. I think anyone should be able to agree that um, 
Afghan interpreters, uh, and I, I remember uh, the ones I worked with very well, um, that they risked their lives, um, and we made promises to them, and now it does not seem like we'll be able to keep those promises, and I think it is it is a tragedy, and worse than a tragedy, a moral, a moral failing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think most people would agree with you on that. Um, Benjamin, great insight. Really interesting perspective. I thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. That is Benjamin Hertwig, who is a writer and a former Canadian soldier. As you heard, he served uh, six years in Afghanistan with the Canadian forces as part of that mission.